Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'du. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Jazakumullah khairan for joining us. We have a, a, a skeleton, a skeleton uh, uh, um, staff here tonight. But inshallah let me welcome Hafid Ahmad. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikum assalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How's it brother? <laughs> Good alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Tell him why you're laughing. <laughs> share it, share it. I can't take the smile off my face. I'm Tell seeing, I'm looking at Wallah Irshad here, heavy in his element. <clears throat> He's got all this new khutiches and buttons and colors and switches and I don't know what all still. And he has a camera looking at me and everything. And uh, this is one of the first is Night Academy podcast I'm nervous for. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just seeing, are you enjoying yourself? So, so just... much so, so much so that he forgot to switch his phone on silent. That's our official starting sound. Nah, quite, mashallah, mashallah. I feel like a DJ. <laughs> you look like a DJ. <laughs> uh, check it out, we got background music. Okay, not music, background dhikr. Background, yeah. Background dhikr. Naam, how are you doing, brother? I'm good, alhamdulillah, I mean, I'm good, I'm good. Taib, um, just, just explain quickly what happened to the others. Yeah, I don't know, man. The excuses are with them, man. Allah knows best. But, we have them here in one way or another. Let's, uh, let's, let's, um, let's bring our brother, our brother with us there. Our first brother, Brother Salim. No, Brother Salim, he didn't send, did he send? He sent it, yeah. Did he send he it? He sent it. Allah. So I told you we have them here one way or another. Okay, but now I didn't actually expect him to send it um, so soon. In actual fact, I thought he's not going to be able to send it, but I asked him to do a um, recording for us because he couldn't make it to the, the podcast tonight. We have Malaza Kadia will join us as usual, you know. Yeah. Yeah, let's Remotely. not say anything. <laughs> Um, but now let's uh, let's get a word in from uh, Maulana Salim, inshallah ta'ala. I hope this. Please tell me if you if you um, if you hear this, right? I'm going to I'm going to press play, and as soon as I do, you can start rolling in the comments of whether you can hear it or not, because I'm not quite sure of this method that I'm about to try. So Bismillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Can you hear that? Well, inshallah. Uh, the recitation is coming to you comments, comments. from a remote location. Alhamdulillah, uh, the brothers will be discussing the 26th and the 27th Ajaza, inshallah. I don't see any comments. Um, in the 26th, I don't know if they can hear me. Surat al -Ahqaf, if they can hear Mona Salim. Mona Salim is busy talking. Ah, okay, so no, they can't hear him. Okay, no problem. Uh, I'm going to sort that out now, inshallah. Uh, but Ahmed is going to do exactly what uh, Mona Salim does now. He's going to Pull out that entire juice and all the highlighted ayat, and then he's going to batch all the ayat from memory. Go. La ilaha illallah. Nasalim is Allah make us all like him. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. is on another level. Yeah, and I something else, and getting to spend time with him now. Yeah, I need to. I'm going to play it from your phone. The voice note. Yeah. Okay. Quiet. You can just go into the WhatsApp there. Just give me a second. You continue doing what Nasalim does. Nah, I won't though, but I'll make a comment. Um, you know that uh, Subhanallah. I don't know, and it's, it's it's maybe ideal that he's not here this evening because we get to talk about him a bit, man. So you know, this last couple of days, Alhamdulillah, I got to spend some time. Uh, Malna Salim, if you're listening, turn off your yeah. your sound. <laughs> no, he's not listening. We know no. he's busy. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, like when when he does listen to the recording, don't yeah. listen to this part. 
you know, subhanallah, got to spend some time with him now in Atikaf. And um, it just reminded me again, man, that, um, that, you know, they describe the Quran um, as an ocean. And uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even speaks about the depth of Quran in terms of its meanings and its just discussions and uh, the words in the Quran and so on and so forth. But then it's just the, the actual how much of Quran can you, how much of Quran can you have, can you be, man? And spending time with Mullah Salim over this last uh, couple of days, subhanAllah, just inspired me to realize how much more levels and levels and levels there are in terms of just never stopping, man. People talk about this concept and in coaching it's quite big, lifelong learning, man. But um, subhanAllah, the Quran is like a journey that never stops, man. And just seeing him yeah. in action, man, if it's all I can call it. Leading Tajul, leading Tarawih, sitting in there, reciting, preparing, reading. Okay, there's probably never preparing. But, um, yeah, subhanAllah. His whole life is preparing. Yeah, subhanAllah. Uh, he's on another level, really. And you know, no, then, he, then he mentions, and you see his father sitting there in the, in the tajud yeah, and so on, yeah. that, uh, that's been listening to him every single day for so many years. Oh, you your uncle, Salaman. Ya Rabbana. And it's again like, you know, time and effort that was, that was dedicated specifically to Quran. No. Subhanallah. There's one thing I'll mention before you play it, no? Okay. I asked him in uh, Atikaf, and I was like, "Morena, how how do you get to butcher like that?" Man? Uh. Like he he doesn't he don't think twice. He doesn't you know need to. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. He doesn't need to. Don't we we watching him there? He's like, okay, we're reading this. Then he's reading in Tarawih. Then he's reading in Tajud, and he's everything. Then I told him, "Morena, look here, man. How do you get to read like you read, man? Mm. You know, um, I mean, we read." Right, but Salim is, is something else. No. So I asked him, well, how, do you, how do you read like you read, man? How mm. do you get to read like you read? No, mm. he told me, he told me, get you a Abu. Yeah, Salam. Now, Abu is literally is referring to his father. Yeah. So, in other words, get your father that did what my father did with me. And when we were sitting down, subhanAllah, Allah preserve all of our parents, Ameen. all of the efforts that they make. Ameen. But it's just a testimony, a testimony out there to when you invest in your kids, man. Mm. And then I had the honor of meeting his father there. I know him for a while, but I met him there one morning and I asked him, um, you know, Buta Suleiman, um, are you Buta Suleiman all right? Mm. And then he told me, you know, in Mullah Salim was on that side making salah there. And then he told me, how can I not be all right if that is my son? Yes, salam. And there I saw an example of a father who spent years and years investing time in his, in his children mm. and then gets to stand behind them and Allah, think, subhanAllah, okay. here's the fruits of the seeds that I've sowed yes, actively parenting my child towards a specific goal for the sake of Allah. Actively panel beating. Actively <laughs> panel beating to this point. So okay, okay. E- e- enough of praise of Salim. His head is big enough, I think. Astaghfirullah, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. He knows, I mean, it's, yeah, I hope, I hope I didn't send the Astaghfirullah. I love him. He, he, I love him. I love him dearly. They know your relationship with him, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, here's Malina Salim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. There we go. Hope all the listeners are doing well, inshallah. Uh, the recitation is coming to you this evening from a remote location. Alhamdulillah. Uh, the brothers will be discussing the 26th and the 27th ajaza, inshallah. Um, in the 26th, choose, we start off with Surah Al-Ahqaf, and then uh, Surah Muhammad, and then Surah Al-Fatih, and then Surah Hujarat, and then Surah Qaf. Uh, these are actually the chapters now that get shorter and shorter. So there are more chapters uh, in the these two Jews 
than we've had in any of the previous ajza. And going towards the end of the Quran, we have even shorter and uh, more numerous uh, chapters in those uh, the Jews that remain. Um, I'll do, recite some portion from the 26th and from the 27th Jews, inshallah. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ووصينا الإنسان بوالديه إحسانا حملته أمه كرها ووضعته كرها وحمله وفصاله ثلاثون شهرا حتى إذا بلغ أشده وبلغ أربعين سنة قال قال رب أوزعني أن أشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي وأن أعمل صالحا ترضاه وأن أعمل صالحا ترضاه وأصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين أولئك الذين نتقبل عنهم أحسن ما عملوا ونتجاوز عن سيئاتهم في أصحاب الجنة وعد الصدق الذي كانوا يوعدون أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن فتحنا لك فتحا مبينا ليغفر لك الله ما تقدم من ذنبك وما تأخر ويتم نعمته عليك ويهديك صراطا مستقيما وينصرك الله نصرا عزيزا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إنما المؤمنون إخوة فأصلحوا بين أخويكم واتقوا الله اتقوا الله لعلكم ترحمون أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم 
You were supposed to go on and actually do the summary of the verses also. <laughs> you know, subhanAllah, now just look, the, I was thinking um, when uh, Surah Al-Ahqaf, um, we were just talking about Mullah Salim and his father. Mm. In the first verse, he reads, is wasayna al-insana bi walidayhi ihsana ajeeb ajeeb right now you must translate it so you can't just come no, quote it like, <laughs> i was just like just buzzing on it for a moment man. allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wasayna al-insana bi walidayhi ihsana allah says that we have decreed salam zakaria maaf ahmed no no worries ما جس كريت مني السلام عليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله عزت الحمد لله ولا زكريا Because like they're always gonna pull up a dalil. Yeah, pull up a ayah somewhere. Anyway, so um, yeah, I was just saying, man, it is unique that I mean that chapter is one, two, three, one, two, three, four, four and a half pages, right in the fifteen line Quran, and obviously his mind goes straight to that particular verse. There are other verses that you one could think of, and um, it's 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 testimony to the. To the to the relationship, man. So now look at this. Now you have someone who I said he's been actively parented. Mm. <laughs> you were saying he was panel beaten, <laughs> right? <laughs> to a certain point. And then when he comes and recites the verse that stands out to him is وَوَصَيْنَا الْإِنسَانَ بِوَالِدَيْهِ إِحْسَانًا. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says we have uh, decreed وَوَصَيْنَا الْإِنسَانَ for mankind بِوَالِدَيْهِ with uh, towards his parents with regards to his parents إِحْسَانًا. Goodness, that is that is a very broad statement. Allah has decreed goodness 
with regards to our parents in every aspect. Allahu Akbar. In every aspect. Even when it comes to deen and your, your father or your mother when a'udhu billah is actually a kafir, there's still ihsan that must be in place and then Allah gives us the example of Nabi Ibrahim. Ya Rab. In the Quran. Where he speaks to his father. How he speaks to his father. Mm. They completely disagreeing. No. He's talking about haq. His father's talking about batil. Right? There's a complete disagreement between uh, between him and, and Azar. And now what happens is, through that agreement, we see how beautifully he addresses his father. We see how beautifully he speaks to him. We see how beautifully he conducts himself. How he controls. Imagine how emotional you must be mm. if your father is not just opposing the religion. He's actually making the idols, carving them out for the people to worship. And then you are coming with a whole different religion saying, look here. You and Nabi. You and Nabi. You and Nabi. You coming saying, look here. We can't. The, the, the religion is actually Allah, man. No. It's not any of this. Absolutely. And how? what what more of a disagreement can there be, man, between a, a parent and a child? Mm. Deen. Mm. Maybe do dunya and akhirah, yeah. Yeah. And at that point, at the height of what an argument can be, Abu Ibrahim is still treating his father with respect. Yes, Abu Ibrahim yeah. is still speaking to him in a beautiful way. Abu Ibrahim is still treating him fairly and duly. No. So, um, I actually want to add on to, uh, to your comment and just say, man, that knowing, knowing you guys and the conversations that we've had, Zakaria, yourself as well, over uh, since last year, lockdown, I think anybody that's been following uh, our programs and our podcasts will, will agree that all of us, all of us are products of amazing parenting. And uh, mm. we can't take any credit for ourselves. Alhamdulillah, it's our parents and our teachers, right? And I just like to say that, you know, a lot of people say they're inspired by us. Alhamdulillah, uh, you know, again, it's not us, it's Allah. And it's Allah's kalam. And, you know, when mm. I give a talk and people say, it was a good talk. I say, it's not my words. I just spoke <laughs> Quran and Sunnah. Yeah. So, you know, this... Uh, this is my advice, man. It's it's if you think that you're inspired by us, you feel that way, alhamdulillah. But your children can be as inspirational. It depends not on them, it depends on you. Definitely. Right? Um, Mona Zakaria, in a moment I'll get you on, inshallah. I just wanted to play a video. because uh, we haven't touched on this topic at all. And uh, you know, today I couldn't anymore. I couldn't any mm. Any longer, just remain. Say that mosque. I, oh, I was, I, I was so emotional, man. I didn't cry, but I was really getting emotional about this topic because my topic for uh, Taraweeh Ramadan was Nabi Isa alayhi and his entire seerah takes place where this nonsense is happening. So I just wanted to play a video quickly, so that our own audience can also, uh, you know, be clued up with with regards to what's happening. In case you are not, so do uh, do watch this, inshallah ta'ala. In continuation of my Sheikh Zarrah video, now let's talk about how Israel is currently shooting and violently attacking Palestinian worshippers in Al-Aqsa Mosque. Here are the six facts that will help you understand exactly what is happening. Number one, what and where is Al-Aqsa Mosque? Al-Aqsa is the third most holy site in Islam. It's a huge open space with multiple indoor praying areas, but the entire compound is considered Al-Aqsa. Now Al-Aqsa is located in the old city of Jerusalem. The old city is basically a huge enclosed city, like a massive fort with only a handful of doors to get in and out. 
It has housing, marketplaces, alleyways, and religious spaces. The Old City is made up of four quarters, the Christian Quarter, the Jewish Quarter, the Armenian Quarter, and the Muslim Quarter. Al-Aqsa is located in the Muslim Quarter. Number two, who has control of Al-Aqsa Mosque? Under international law, this is supposed to be the map of the region. This is supposed to be Israel. This is supposed to be the Palestinian territories made up of West Bank and Gaza. And this is Jerusalem. Also under international law in the UN, Jerusalem is supposed to be broken up into East and West Jerusalem. West Jerusalem belonging to Israel and East Jerusalem belonging to the Palestinian territories. Al-Aqsa and the Muslim Quarter are in East Jerusalem. So legally, Palestine has ownership of Al-Aqsa. That's how it's supposed to be. But in 1967, Israel took control over East Jerusalem and the Palestinian territories, which includes Al-Aqsa, the Muslim Quarter, and all the neighborhoods outside the old city, like Sheikh Jarrah. So because Israel has control over East Jerusalem, Palestinians in the Palestinian territories don't have access to Al-Aqsa. They have to apply for a special permit from Israel to visit, and most of the time, Israel rejects the requests. I have relatives who were born and raised 30 minutes from Al-Aqsa, and they've literally never been. And this isn't just for Muslim Palestinians. Even Christian Palestinians in the West Bank don't have open access to their holy sites in the Christian quarters of Jerusalem. Israel illegally has full control over the old city and all the religious sites that are in it. Number three, what's happening at Al-Aqsa right now? It is the holy month of Ramadan for Muslims everywhere right now, and these last 10 days are extremely important, so Al-Aqsa is jam-packed with Palestinian Muslims praying together. Two nights ago, while Palestinians were praying at Al-Aqsa, Israeli police barged their way into the Al-Aqsa compound with guns and full protective gear and started shooting rubberized steel bullets and throwing stun grenades at the Palestinians who were praying at their mosque. They were just standing there praying. They also threw stun grenades at Palestinians in the marketplace who were also not doing anything. In this clip, the Israeli soldier literally threw the grenade at a Palestinian girl and a woman. Then they broke into the actual mosques, the indoor areas, punching the glass doors down, walking in with their shoes, which is not allowed in mosques. Then they continued to throw stun grenades inside the mosque, indoors, close the doors, and block it so that Palestinians can't get out. This isn't just a random mosque. This is one of the holiest sites in Islam and they literally treated it like it was trash. This left hundreds of Palestinians extremely injured. One man lost both of his eyes. So what does the Israeli police decide to do? Attack the medical tents. They threw stun grenades at Palestinian medics. So now the medics can barely take care of the injured people. And so now there's just hundreds of injured people just sitting there. The Palestinians are recording and posting all of this and they literally don't even care. So we're all seeing this and now Palestinians all over are furious. Number four, what's the connection between the Al-Aqsa attacks and Sheikh Jarrah? Now this is very important. As I said, Israel has illegal control over Al-Aqsa and East Jerusalem. So what Israel does is use the Al-Aqsa mosque as a way to control the Palestinian people. Let that sit for a second. Just think about that. Historically, anytime the Palestinians in any part of the country start to protest or rebel against the Israeli government, Israel attacks Al-Aqsa to send a message to the Palestinian people that if you keep protesting and rebelling, we're gonna take away Al-Aqsa from you. They know Al-Aqsa is our soft spot. It's our holy site, we have to protect it. They're basically indirectly saying, if you Palestinians behave, we'll let you pray at your mosque, yeah, for sure. But if you act out, 
We're gonna attack it and take it away from you. They've been using Al-Aqsa as a tool to suppress Palestinian rights since 1967 when they illegally took control over Al-Aqsa, East Jerusalem, and the Palestinian territories. So what does that have to do with Sheikh Jarrah? Sheikh Jarrah is a Palestinian neighborhood in occupied East Jerusalem that's supposed to be Palestinian land, but Israel is forcing Palestinians to leave their homes so that Israeli settlers can move in. And as a result, hundreds of Palestinians have been protesting in Sheikh Jarrah trying to physically protect the Palestinians who are about to get kicked out of their homes. And what does Israel do when Palestinians protest? They attack Al-Aqsa. That's what's happening now. That's what's always happened in the past. Al-Aqsa is being attacked by Israeli police right now because of the protests at Sheikh Jarrah to scare the Palestinians into not protesting. Number five, how are Palestinians responding to the Al-Aqsa attacks? Remember I said Palestinians from the Palestinian territories aren't allowed to freely visit Al-Aqsa without a permit from Israel? Well, now that the Palestinians from the West Bank are furious because of the Al-Aqsa attacks, this morning, a huge fleet of Palestinians from the West Bank started heading towards Al-Aqsa. The highways and streets were jam-packed with Palestinians on their way to protect and visit their mosque. But again, Israel doesn't allow them to freely visit the mosque because they have control over East Jerusalem. So to try and stop the Palestinians from entering, Israel blocked all the highways coming from the West Bank, preventing all the buses filled with Palestinians from entering. But the joke's on them because the Palestinians don't care. They jumped off the bus and started walking to the mosque on the side of the highway. So then there's this huge march of Palestinians trying to bypass the Israeli checkpoints to get to Al-Aqsa. Then the Palestinians from Jerusalem who can freely visit all got in their cars and went and picked up those who were marching to take them to Al-Aqsa. And beyond all that, now Palestinians aren't just protesting in Sheikh Jarrah. They're protesting all throughout Israel and the Palestinian territories. And finally, number six, what's gonna happen now? So we have these three things going on right now. Palestinians protesting at Sheikh Jarrah and now all over the country. We have Israeli police attacking Palestinian worshippers at Al-Aqsa and a huge march of Palestinians forcing their way to visit their holy mosque. Rightfully so. All we know is that Israel is not happy that Palestinians are rebelling. So I think a lot of Palestinians right now are mentally preparing for a very complex next few days. So now that you're pretty well versed in the illegal occupation of Palestine and what's happening right now, we can officially stop calling it a conflict or clash. The Palestinian-Israeli conflict. No, it is not a conflict. Conflict connotes a sort of symmetry of power which there is not. It is Israel's illegal occupation. It is the oppression of Palestinians. It is apartheid. It is stripping Palestinians of their human rights. It is ethnic cleansing. It is shooting innocent Palestinians while they're praying in their holy mosque. All of the above, yes. But conflict, no. It is, it is not that. If you watch footage of what's happening at Al-Aqsa or Sheikh Jarrah right now, who has the guns? Cause it's not the Palestinians, that's for sure. So you tell me who has the power here. So please, please help spread the word of what Israel is doing to the Palestinian people. All resources and footage and posts are saved on my highlights. Be sure to follow Muna and Muhammad Al-Kurd who are Palestinians living in Sheikh Jarrah. They're posting live footage every day of what's happening there. Please keep the Palestinian people in your prayers. Ooh, ya ahl Palestine, ya shaabi, ya aghla, aghla nasi, ihna an jad min jowul qalb, min jowul ruh. Ihna kulna ma'kum u rah nzal ma'kum. الله يعطيكم القوة والعافية والله العظيم يريتني معكم وقدرت أوقف جمكم بس توكلنا على الله الله يحميكم يا حبايب يا أغلى أغلى الحبايب السلام عليكم
يا سلام That is uh, that make والله I said it in my journal set again it this thing makes me sick to my stomach Ana Zakaria um share with us your thoughts man Yeah subhanallah I mean what much thoughts are there to have it's it's, it's sickening it's despicable it is uh, an indictment on us as a community as an as an ummah that we find ourselves in a state that we're wondering what on earth can we do um and to most people we've actually become complacent with the idea that making dua is enough um and yes dua is important and dua can change uh, everything but it's allah subhanahu wa ta'ala requires us to be a people that to take action also hmm. um and you know how how we love to take physical action um because i think that there is a legitimate struggle it's a legitimate jihad it's a legitimate uh physical fight no. that that we we shouldn't be weak in that we shouldn't be weak in but uh we're far away from the mm. and uh likely any such action would would yield no fruits but um there are other things that we can do i mean why is it that we still why is it that we still um support products that fund those uh those actions why is it that we that we can't stop buying uh, you know goods that are you know that we know or at least strategically um you know buy into boycotts and 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 divestment and sanction against those companies those people that support that that thing um and uh, i'm not the most versed in in, in all of those uh, things but for example i just saw that the the owner of um of chelsea football club mm. sent millions tens of millions of rands to support those very people that are occupying uh, sheikh jarrah at the moment um uh, we know of of many companies that operate even in south africa that send uh, that send funds to to fund such actions like for example i mean uh, the owners of 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 cape union mart as far as i know they are some of the biggest uh, supporters of of that uh, occupation yeah. and ethnic cleansing that's uh, taking place over the for all the kway fans out there yeah look i mean sometimes you see the product the product is good quality and on account of that we like we want it but sometimes i think we need to think to ourselves you know it, it might be nice and whatever but i can do without it i can do without it why uh, subhanallah kasama i got i had to stop myself from speaking in the masjid tonight uh, i was it makes me sick i mean all of us we grew up with this with this theater, man. We grew up with this rubbish around us all the time. We in the year 2021, man. Imagine how poverty is still going on here in Cape Town, in, in South Africa. Like, what what, what would the response of the world be today? How would, look how it was in the 70s and the 80s. How would it be today? Mm. Why the hell is the world silent about Palestine? Leave the world, man. Why are the so-called predominantly Muslim countries silent? Like, You and I, we can sit here and we can talk about it and we can talk about it and we can make du'a and so on. And I don't think we must ever underestimate the du'a, right? That is our rope to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the most yeah. important thing. It's not the only thing as Mona Zakaria said, but it's the most important. Yeah. But that said, 
we co- I don't have that power, man. I mean, I'm at that stage, you know, man, man ra'a minkum munkaran falyughayiru biyadi. فَإِنْ لَمْ يَسْتَتِعْفَ بِلِسَانِ I can at least speak out against it. Mm. I don't have to resort to being, just feeling bad about it. Because ذَلِكَ أَضْعَفُ الْإِيمَانِ That is the weakest form of faith. May Allah protect us from ever being from those who don't even think about it, don't even feel about it. They're just like, that's not my problem. Ya Rabbi. Because if feeling bad about it is the weakest form of faith, then I ask, what is not feeling anything about it? And um, I think it's it's critically important for us to become aware of it because It's been going on so long, it's easy to be desensitized, man. Okay, it's again that, it's again that, it's again that, you know. We we can only do so much. But now I ask, man, where's our Muslim leaders in the world, man? You know, like, subhanAllah, we, we are the Arab countries. I'm not going to go through the whole list. I mean, we all know. No, 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 I don't think we have Muslim leaders. Man. No, we have leaders who are Muslim. We have leaders who are Muslim. We have countries who profess yeah, Islam. My, my, my question is the, is the, you know, man, what, what's the reality of that? What's the reality of what? Muslim leadership. What's the reality of the of the <coughs> commitment to the Islamic cause? Yeah, that that's the problem. That's exactly what what well, I'm no, lamenting. I don't look into people. I don't look into people's intentions and stuff like that. But yeah. <sighs> so uh, I just wanted to to. Say that number one, we're going to make dua at the end of this program. That's for sure. Number two, I would like to encourage myself and everyone uh, listening to this and everyone you can reach through this. Um, I would like you to clue yourself up about the the history of the Palestinian uh, oppression that's taking place now still. Clue yourself up about that. In fact, if you are really eager, inshallah ta'ala, go back. And look at the history of Palestine from the time of the initial conquest by the Muslims under Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And uh, we need to create awareness around this. And and we need to stop saying or thinking that this is a Muslim problem. It's not a Muslim problem. This is a human problem. This is oppression. And it happens uh, regardless of what religion you are. I was just listening to a clip of one of my uh, a friend of mine Uh, who was actually at campus the same time as me. He was doing postgraduate studies when I was doing undergrad. Uh, yeah. But he's a Palestinian, and, and I think he's back there now. Um, he was talking about uh, about the issue, man, and he was actually visibly, I think it was on a podcast or something last night, he was visibly like frustrated, man. He was asking the question, like, when we're speaking to the Muslim community, we don't need to be doing awareness. Like, yeah. people know what's happening. Yes. Maybe you need to remind people at times, but we don't. people know what's happening. People know that it's sickening. People know that it's crazy, man. We need to start talking about, this is what you were saying, we need to start talking about doing. What can we do? And and we need to commit to that action and we need to follow through on that action. Mm, mm. Um, people know it's sickening. It's like just, you know, we get desensitized the more we see it. Yeah. Stuff like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like When I was seeing all the stuff today and yesterday and like, you know, in the in the past few days, It's like you make to Allah, you know, release, really grant him relief from the suffering and protect Masjid Aqsa. But it's like there's an element of like, oh, you know, this is this outside the scope of my power, man. Like such that when you when you resign yourself to that, you almost shut your mind off to it yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, like what what I'd be doing is just like 
lamenting the old day or mm. and I don't think that's, that's mean, gonna be productive. That just makes or, us frustrated situation in any way. Yeah. Boycotting yeah. boycotting divestment sanctions, uh BDS now, Africa for Palestine, um, they often lead very impactful uh moves against um this occupation and this oppression. And um I think that's a very effective method because that that proved effective in the abolishment of apartheid. Um, yeah. The government felt the pressure. The government felt the pressure. We can make Israel feel the pressure. They may have the biggest army, but they're still small. You know, they're still small. They de- they have a lot of money, but they depend on on their sales like everybody else. And if we take a united front against them through these boycott. Uh, divestment and sanction moves that 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 uh, that we can actually, you know, re-engage and, and and rekindle the flame of. We can make a real difference. So don't underestimate du'a, especially now in Ramadan. Like really make du'a the way you cry for yourself, not to go to Jahannam. Make du'a for them as well. Yeah, Rob. And then du'a, it's du'a for them, but it's 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 actually du'a for our ummah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All over. I mean, the list. I mean, if you must start naming yeah, places yeah, and, and countries and stuff. Yeah, Rob. Okay. So, look. That's where we stand. Uh, we're going to get back to this, inshallah ta'ala. I just have, uh, Ahmed, we just have the uh, guests who have been on the podcast in the month of Ramadan mm. to come and give us a brief report back of uh, the results very, very quickly, inshallah ta'ala. I just thought it was really amazing um, that they came on board. Uh, I mean, they came online with uh, the Isnad Academy podcast. We spoke about the cause. We, you know, pleaded to the public. You know, nothing formal, just casual pleading to the yeah, public. This khair happening. Come people responded. Join, join. yeah. Yeah, yeah. happening. It's Pe- happening. People, people responded, subhanAllah. Um, and, <coughs> and yeah, I'm just going to bring them on one at a time, inshallah ta'ala. And you guys can feel free to to hop in, ask questions, and uh, be part of the conversation, inshallah. So, uh, you know, ladies first, Mu'alima uh, Zulfa. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Molina, how's everyone? Uh, we all alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. 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 Yes, subhanallah, Molina. Um, all I can say is ajib. Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Yeah. Tell us, tell us, uh, since you, what was it like when you came on the podcast as far as your, your, your targets were and then how far did you guys get? Subhanallah, Molina. Um, ya Rabb. Um, the night we came on the podcast, um, I think we were we were very far from our target mm. um, to the degree that, uh, you know, some people are actually telling me that, Mu'alima, I think you need to just walk away from this thing. Sure. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, it's not going to happen. And uh, subhanAllah, Mu'alima, Isn't there a place know, we can um, send those love- type of people to? And lock yeah, no, them no. up. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you where we can yeah, send them. Okay. <laughs> and you know, Malina, um, my my thing is always, and I'm doing the be finish. You know, Subhanallah. And um, we we need to make we need to make tawakul number one and number two. We need to have khusnudan billah, and we need to know that Malina said it so perfectly. Make dua. You know, that was twenty first night of Ramadan, and all we did was cry. Cry to Allah and ask Allah, subhanAllah. And all I can say is that within, from the 21st night, which was the Monday, until the Thursday, 
the Thursday, Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, we had reached our target with the 2,000 parcels. And the Friday morning, we had reached our target with the 2,000 biscuits. Yes, I know. I think we finished. We finished on about 2,300 boxes of biscuits. And the parcels, Allahu Akbar, um, it was it was just ajeeb. Uh, my my um. The, the, the guy that I normally order the parcels from, he came to me and he said to me, Mu'alima, I don't know what type of du'as you're making, but I won't doubt you again. <laughs> Subhanallah. MashaAllah. <laughs> yeah, Allah increase and accept all the efforts. I just, I mean, I mean, I just laugh because Subhanallah, Mu'alima, it's not by us. It's not by us, it's by Allah. And we have to, like you say, we have to make du'a, you know, place it on Allah and place it in front of Allah and Allah will see to the rest, inshallah. And we just have to make effort. I mean, we have to make effort, inshallah. So the effort was made. Um, I will say to you, there was a few tears and there was a few du'as where I said, Ya Rob, please, please don't do this to me. You know, let us please reach this target. But alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, we place our trust in Allah and Allah has facilitated. And within the last five days, we have distributed 2,000 parcels, alhamdulillah, all over Cape Town. As far as Khanadendal, you know, Buddha uh, Hanif's um, places that Buddha Hanif went to. And uh, as you know, the Eid distribution was in, in, in honor of Almarhum Buddha Hanif Abrams. So we pray that Allah accepts this from all of us. And um, yeah, so it's been an exciting few days. It's been an emotional few days because I think the beauty is to just, you know, just be able to be a part of something that Allah uses us for, alhamdulillah, for khayr, like you guys said, for khayr. Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your efforts and bless you guys always. And uh, shukran for letting us be a part of it, you know, even just, subhanAllah, just to be able to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shukran for that. You know, guys like me, I need all that kind of extra rewards because my, my own my own rewards are not going to pull me through, you know. So jazakumullah khairan for allowing us that opportunity. Um, do thank you so much for allowing us to be on the program, inshallah. And really, uh, we cannot thank you enough, inshallah. Thank you. All the best, inshallah. Likewise, inshallah. Waalaikumsalam. Rahmatullah. Shukran so much. you must see, um, subhanAllah. I saw today the parcels, right, that that they make up. Like, wow. No, really. I've seen fitra parcels and I've I've even seen like, you know, formal fitra parcels where it's like a box, not just mm. a packet type of thing. They took it up 10 levels. Yeah, Project Maeda. Yeah, I think it's a decent, mm. if somebody must gift me that for labaring, I, I wouldn't even think it's a parcel. I think that this is like a hamper, a shopping app, hamper that somebody vouched, you know, uh, had a voucher for something and they're giving it to me. It's really good quality, man. And, and I felt, I felt very, um, proud mm. of the project and you because know, because you know the poor don't have money. Don't also strip them of the dignity, man. Yeah, Rob. And you know, now I was just gonna say they didn't drop the goal, no. Yeah. And they didn't drop the standard. Yes, I know. That is amazing. Ajib. You know, Subhanallah. Yeah. And she mentioned the Abdi uh, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is to his slave. What he thinks of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you think Allah is not going to give it to you, you're not going to get it. Yeah. You must believe, look here, Allah is going to send this my way, man. And you know, when Ali told us that if one comes with a sincere intention to Allah, you'll never be disappointed. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Allah accept the work, man. Did you hear what she said about people telling her that, um, uh, nah, she must rather just give up? 
I got the saying, V. I got the saying. Hey, what you say? My thing about hoping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that wherever Allah speaks about not losing opening, no. Allah attributes it as a quality only of either the disbelievers or those who are lost. Subhanallah. Don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Only the kuffar, only the disbelievers lose hope in Allah's mercy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ibrahim says Who is it that loses hope in the mercy of Allah except one that's lost? Now we never lose hope in Allah's mercy. And I mean, even now in the diocese that we find ourselves in. Yeah. I mean, my mind is just on the Palestine thing at the moment. Yes, no, Bismillah. No reactionary, weak, and all that stuff. But for me, like, even though we're in the dire situation now, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the day will come that the mosque will be liberated, that the people will be free. Can I just jump in there quickly? Can I just jump in there quickly? Salah Ayyubi. How many years was Aqsa out of, uh, or rather was Aqsa occupied before Salah Ayubi Ayyubi came and liberated it? This is a quiz. What do you say, Ahmed? How long was? How long was Aqsa occupied before Salah Ayubi Ayyubi came and liberated it? Who was a non-Arab, by the way? You know? Wasn't it 100? If I'm not mistaken, it's something like 88 years. I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. 88 years. You know how long the occupation is going on there at the moment? Since 48? Something like that. Something like that. Possibly yeah. slightly more. But what I'm saying is like as hopeless as the situation may feel to all of us, over eight years later than they, they regained. Don't forget that Allah is the one who says, no. Allah's blessings is there, man. You're messing with Allah's land. You're playing God in God's land. We Ambiya we walked. Yeah. Good luck to you. No? Good luck to you. <laughs> Subhanallah. Um, yeah, so... We we have to stay on that uh, on that topic tonight. Now we have to come back to it and uh, speak about it again. Um, yeah, I'm just going to bring on my, my my eldest brother, guys. You guys need to have respect, Ahmed. No, you must have respect. Now this is my Buddha. Hundred percent. Okay, I'm just saying. Hundred percent. How we see Amala Irshad Bey? Finally, someone to bully him. Assalamualaikum warahmatullah. Waalaikum salam warahmatullah. How is everyone in studio? Alhamdulillah. Fari Buddha. Alhamdulillah, I love your smile, Molina Zakaria. Is that for me? <laughs> Why not? Subhanallah. <laughs> no, you know what is um, going through his mind now? It's like, oh my God, if Molina Irshad is like this, and how is his Buddha? <laughs> and then he's, you know, he's making that comparison in his head, yeah. He, he doesn't want to know. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Yeah, Subhanallah, Molina, even before you start off asking yeah. anything, um, I want to latch on to a few things that was mentioned now, uh, specifically to Majlul Aqsa and the comparisons you guys were making. No. And uh, when Ahmed uh, mentioned, you know, um, people that um, Maulana uh, Mu'alima Azufa mentioned is people that says the 
drop your standards or lesser your your quota. And he's got a place to, for those people to go to. Um, and she didn't. They didn't drop the standards. And similarly, we um, running this project that we're doing for Eid, inshallah, cooking 50 pots of food. I mentioned in the first podcast that um, why should we give someone something inferior on the day of Eid? Yeah. Just because we want to show off. No, we give them the best. No. Coming back to the parcels that Project Maida handed out today, subhanAllah, all I can say is Allah's hands are is, is on Project Maida 24-7 and 365 days of this year. Yeah. Those parcels, Molana, one we uh, yo, I was I was fortunate enough to be on call and Mu'alima Zulfa called me to say that she needs my assistance and alhamdulillah we managed to help them out by distributing 30 parcels. Mm. If I can keep one of those parcels for myself, <laughs> I'm sure I'll have groceries for about a month and a half, including meat. Yeah. Yeah, my point is, my point is... Yeah, that, uh, did I appeal... mention they give meat also? Sure. Like a lot of meat. Yeah, no you didn't. That's, that's what I'm saying. This, you know, if, if we look at their appeal... And the ads that goes out on a daily basis, just donate X amount to a food parcel that will be distributed for the day of Eid. Right. And we think, okay, a food parcel for Eid, okay, it's going to be maybe a kilo of rice and maybe some sausage or whatever the case may be for someone to make a pot of food for the day of Eid. No. Wallahi, if you are listening to this podcast and you see that post and they say to you, for example... 300 rand for a food parcel for a family for the day of Eid. Please try your utmost to support these people because what they do, they go over and beyond the bar of gold that Ahmed was, or Hafid Ahmed was speaking about. You know, I just want so, to comment quickly. Um, uh, of our Buddha, yeah. <laughs> Spiel Buddha at least because when I started, it was actually the Buddha. I just want to say like... Muni Brusuki, Muni Brusuki. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, only increase the, the desire you have within you to see like uh, others succeed and benefit, man. Like you didn't even mention one thing about your project since you came on now and you're talking about another project and you're talking about and this spirit I want to highlight, man. We yeah. need more of this in the community. Look here, yeah. we come together because khair is khair, klah. Yeah. There's no nothing around it, above it, under it, or anything. Yeah, yeah we have hmm. your Buddha yeah, about his project. All he said was 50 pots. We're gonna give my eye whoop into the other, uh, <laughs> into the other other project because of how you know the admiration, the the level, the the khair, man. Yeah. So yeah. may Allah subhanahu wa taala grant us also some of that, man. Now, uh, on a on, mean, a, on a serious I mean. note, uh, he's he's a special guy, mashallah. Uh, this Buddha of mine. Um, so, so Mu'alima Zulfa contacted me today, but this is just an example, man. <laughs> uh, she tells me, and I'm off asleep, right? I'm not going to say, like, you must not know me, right? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, Mu'alima, um, how can I help you? And she tells me, no, she's, she needs help. She's got these fitra parcels. It needs to be distributed. They've reached, um, I don't know, the, the, the limit as far as where they can distribute because it came in late or something of the sort, man. Mm. So I'm like, uh, speak no further, just from my Buddha. SubhanAllah. Like, and that's the standard answer, man. Yeah. Like if people phone me for for anything to do with with uh, social work and that, anything, it cannot be your function and you, your mosque needs a pot of food made or whatever. 
Uh, speak to my Buddha. And I don't even need to like phone him first and tell him, listen, yeah. <laughs> I just hear yeah, I can phone him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know that he's going to say yes, man. He, unless he's you know, lying there, you know, off dead asleep or something, he's going to say yes. So, so gonna, now can we speak a bit about uh, yeah. what happened to your project, inshallah? <laughs> inshallah. Um, Molina, just to add to what you said, it is, it is about assisting the cause. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't try to look for loopholes. Mm. Um, just assist the cause. And uh, now Mo'alima Zulfa was lucky to get you a wake after the war. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but I'm coming back to our projects. So don't expose me like that, uh, man. I, <laughs> I have to take the opportunity. Um, Alhamdulillah, you know, people have donated. It's small amounts to big amounts. Mm. And all of those amounts have added up to the bigger picture. No questions asked. No one wants to know nothing. It is just what is the banking details. And they send through the money. And I cannot thank these people enough because, yes, we have reached enough money to do 50 pots of food. However, at the, at the point where I'm sitting, I would love to actually just increase the ingredients within those pots. So I'm, I've allocated X amount of chicken for one pot. No, I want to now increase it. And why do I say this? There are still people uh, sending money through, giving uh, donations mm, mm, and mm. making making an effort to give that last little bit. I'm not going to deny this people. So I'll take it and I will actually just add more to the pot. At the end of the day, um, we're going to give people something that is beyond Ajib, inshallah. I mean, Shukran to you, Molana. All the guys enough, in enough, studio enough. for allowing us the opportunity. Um, it's it's going to happen, well, the night before Eid. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I told the, the people, uh, Eid Salah will take place at 8 a.m. on La Baring Day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. For those who do Eid Salah, no? don't forget to tell them. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right. Um, other than that, my final words of uh, thanks is, goes out to yourself and everyone else on board with, with the East Night Academy. Um, everyone that's been on board assisting me within this project, I've got my cousin Shahid on board. He, he didn't know if he was Adam or, or Anwar or Shahid today. <laughs> I just gave instructions. And another thing that stands out here, um, Hafid Ahmed, is that I mentioned after the phone call with Mu'alima Zulfa, I said to him, Shahid, go. You've got five minutes to get there. He didn't say, but I'm, no, he just went. He collected and that was it. So Mashallah. it is uh, the opportunity that people are grabbing now and it goes for any other organization. If they phone, if they need assistance, go and help. Even if it's just 10 minutes of your time. Oh. Shukran so much everyone and enjoy Shukran the rest khair. of the evening. Jazakallah khair and take care. Salam, salam. Zach, so are you laughing about this? I think you're on mute. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying I, you can just hear he's like a radio personality, man. <laughs> <laughs> just felt so like at home on the mic. <laughs> yeah. MashaAllah, addressing the public and what, what. Uh, it runs in the blood. It's like, uh, I don't know. We, we like microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest also yeah. isn't too... Uh, to, to... Like, I was going to say, well, except that you like cameras also. Yeah, no, I like <laughs> yeah. cameras also. And our next guest isn't also um, a stranger from the mic and the camera. Yeah, he's a brother from another mother in actual fact. SubhanAllah. Uh, how do we introduce this? Wait, wait, I've got to cry to introduce him. Just listen, just listen. 
that is not the right one. Well, I used to learn your DJ board. Yeah, you can introduce me like this. You know when you listen to one of the YouTube videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We say ahlan wa sahlan to brother Nizam from Fusion. If it's fusion, there must be the background Nasheed, Habibi. We have to have the background Nasheed. Assalamu alaikum, brother. How's it, man? Nizam, we can't hear you. I was confused. I was wondering who's before me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, Nizam, your internet is stacking there, brother, man. You know, you, 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 you are... um. Such a anticlimax now. He gave you such a grand entrance. You come in there, stack, stack, stack. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's your... It's your internet. Your internet. Yeah. Can you get the stronger signal perhaps somewhere? Nah, and, the, the, and the audio is very soft also. Okay. Yeah, I can sort out the audio. You some earphones? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, no, you can make it a bit louder, Moss. I can do that, yeah, but I can't help his signal though. Okay. In the meantime, Zakaria, tell me what you were thinking there. Before this, about what? <laughs> my brother came on and you were smiling so and laughing, man. Now I'm just thinking like uh, he's coming into his, his own here. Uh, uh. Now, okay, so while all that's happening, another brother that we have uh, on board as and, well. And, and also, you can put rank over you. Yeah, no, definitely. I was enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the few uh, people who feel confident in that, man. Like, he knows he can, and, and rightfully so. Other people can also, technically. They just choose not to, I guess. <laughs> Inshallah. Let's check. I think Brother Nizam is settled there. Yeah, Brother Nizam, you're with us. Let me check quickly. I'm going to unmute you. Okay, Bismillah. How's it, man? Uh, not really. Good, alhamdulillah. Uh, now there's a delay also. Okay, uh, let's not let's not delay further. Tell me, since the last time you were on, uh, what's been happening, and did you guys reach your, the targets that you set out for? Uh, Subhanallah. Assalamualaikum to everyone. Uh, I, I was just listening to, to Shafiq earlier speaking about getting Mona Irshad awake um, just after yeah, Dhuwar Salah. Uh, I've, I've had another run with one of the other members of the Isnad Academy. We won't mention any names uh, right now, inshallah. <laughs> but, oh, uh, nah, you can't do that, bro. I said sorry already. You know, I look here, and I was still feeling bad. I was no, supposed no. to. No, I, I know, I know. Um, uh, Nizam was waiting on a message from me, and I thought I must feel bad. But the two of you, now nah, I must feel alright to me. No, wait. I must. I must. You can't just put it like that. You have to tell them now what happened because that was classic. Man. That was classic. Zakaria, do, do you want to tell them? I think it will be better if you just tell them yourself. Look here, okay, that's so how it's not academy <laughs> thing. Look here, nah, that's only it's not academy thing is about showing people <laughs> that you, Maulanas, are also still human, man. Okay. So this is a quiet one, Maulana Zakaria. Tell us. I, I know I didn't know it's about that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. I also didn't know it's about that. I thought we were here to discuss, man. Yeah. Nah, I'm yeah, so in the time, I need to speak at the, at the function uh, that uh, Fusion had, and Alhamdulillah, obliged. Uh, he gave me a time slot. The day before, I decided, no, I think I must go for the earlier time slot. <laughs> so I swapped with, so with Mullah Irshad. 
um, <laughs> because I was supposed to be at a class immediately after that, man, in, uh, at the Matarasa in Gordon's Bay. So I needed to drive. Uh, I needed some time to get there and whatever. And I would have had just enough time. So that one I confidently suited my late shot because usually, I mean, that time I'm awake Saturday morning, I'm awake quite early. But uh, also sometimes in Ramadan, yeah, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> then it just gets spent elsewhere. So I wake up, I was awake Saturday morning, obviously, for Suhoor and for the Masjid, Fajr, and did all my stuff. And Can you see where this is going? <laughs> I see, I see. The next thing, the next thing, I looked at the time and I said, hey, I remember somebody waking me up, man, but it's now uh, past 10 already. Wasn't I supposed to speak at uh, 9 o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in, uh, <laughs> and then I just, uh, I felt super bad, so I just drove straight through the anyways, and alhamdulillah. You, you know, you, like, you didn't just drive straight through. You messaged in our chat. You're like, yo, brothers, <laughs> what must I do? I was supposed to leave my talk. I only woke up hey, now. That's private. I so bad. <laughs> Listen, I must tell them the advice you gave me. You just told me, that is what it is, bro. Just leave it. Oh, I went through. man. I said, it is what it is. Be honest. He got you there. Tell him you overslept. That's what I said. Okay, okay. Rather than that, you had to come cause ructions now, no? You got, you got the guys turning against each other now. You just said one thing. Yeah, Allah. I, <laughs> yo, what kind of character are you? <laughs> Bismillah, tell us about, uh, about uh, your project and, and how you guys have done so far. I, I just see you guys are busy. I mean, I mean, I mean involved with like one thing. But yo, these guys are busy, man. Mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Bismillah, Nizam, tell us. I don't know. How is the signal going to work now? Alhamdulillah. Um... Uh, yeah, uh, there's quite a number of projects uh, this month of Ramadan. Uh, on our podcast, we, we really focused on uh, on the Quran drive, and I want to thank Hafiz Ahmad for, for availing some of his young students to be a part of our Quran drive and distributing Quran during the month of Ramadan. Subhanallah, it was an amazing experience for them. And also on the night, Molana, uh, when, when we were in studio, we just launched our our dress and orphan or vulnerable child for the deaf Eid. And so that was something quite exciting. Uh, we aim to do 100, uh, there is 100 kids. Subhanallah, um, by the day of Eid, inshallah, we would have dressed 140 to 150 kids. Allah Akbar. And, um, Subhanallah. And, Subhanallah. And, and this was something truly, truly ajib. We, uh, yesterday and today, we set up our entire office space where we have a drasa on a Friday afternoon uh, and we set it up as a boutique. Um, and the kids came in uh, groups, uh, kids from Hanover Park, Retreat, uh, Lenny, uh, Mitchell's Plain, Makassar. And so we've invited these kids and wallah, uh, myself and Saadika and our entire team, we were just in tears for two days straight. I'm exhausted, emotionally drained. Just to, to see the appreciation of these kids it's the first time for many of them being able to select their own uh eat clothing yeah, right. and it's uh, something that we take for granted but you should see the, the excitement in their faces mm. they believe that they are able to choose not only a dress but a pair of shoes underwear ice cream, and even jewelry and then they got a little bit of a party packet and a little bit of a something something and so uh, this was truly amazing subhanallah and so uh, we've aimed for 100 we are now sitting on about 140 to 150 kids 
and uh, subhanallah it is truly amazing and so uh, yeah that that's that's one of the success stories again purely through allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then uh, we've we've been involved with the quran drive this is obviously an ongoing project and distributing qurans throughout the year um and so we're inviting our, our our viewers of this podcast to 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 come on board sponsor quran on behalf of yourself uh, your family or your deceased loved ones 70 rand a quran 10 qurans for 700 rand qurans are distributed in six different languages across uh across southern africa and uh, this is one of our most favorite projects subhanallah and then uh, i said i told the team guys you can have the whole e day off inshallah that's because right. they work hard so they don't have to come to work on e day that's, that's, that's <laughs> the kind of generous managers we are subhanallah like, the entire guy, this guy is a slave driver <laughs> For the khair, man. <laughs> for the khair. Look, and then they still said, shukran, Uncle Niza, shukran. <laughs> for that one day. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I make the Allah Ta'ala grant you. Are you really sure? Should you come in after, after Majid? Yeah. I take the Allah grant you guys all the khair and barakah. I accept all your efforts. And jazakum Allah khair for allowing us to be a part of it, man. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We will we will hook up again, inshallah ta'ala, with a uh, future yes, podcast. We'll be inviting, we're inviting the, the Holy Sinatra. <laughs> inshallah, inshallah. We didn't hear, were you inshallah, inviting us to be just heard? Mona, just this one quick, the last one. We invited. We did cut out again, it's, it's literally the same spot. Just repeat. <laughs> like it could be, we're inviting you, you to Makkah, we invite. Say again. Again, you must send them. You must message the invitation, <laughs> brother. It's just not coming out online. <laughs> oh, he's inviting us to come make 30 pots of food. <laughs> yeah, salam. Yeah, salam. No, no, we have a response. Yeah. yeah. Phone, Mona Ilshah's buta. That's it, yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay, brother Nizam, we, we, we're breaking up, man. We, we, we can barely no, hear you. I'm inviting everybody. We're starting at 9 o'clock. Okay, look, I'm gonna tell you, look, Nizam, if you if you can send us your 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 message in a voice note, inshallah, the the one that you wanted to add, because you just we can't hear you, man. Yeah, just cutting out very bad. You can you can send it in a voice note, Mullah Irshad will uh, well, send it to me in a voice note. I'll play it over the mic. <laughs> send it to me in a voice note. I'll play it over the mic, inshallah. Uh, uh, I am part of the um, IT yeah, team yeah, now, yeah. playing my voice notes over the over the mic. Mashallah. So send us a voice note of your concluding comments, brother Nizam. It was just breaking up real bad at the end. But Subhanallah, it's amazing to hear all of the um, all of the work you guys are doing, man. I I have been to the um, to the fusion office now not too long ago for a very long overdue meeting, right? That we uh, you know we we supposed to have, and when I was there, like when you see fusion in terms of the yeah, impact in yeah, the community, yeah, you think Subhanallah, and when you come there and you see there's a small office, a and few two people, discs. two discs, yeah. Not the not even two discs, one disc and like a chair and a couch, and it's like how is all this work happening from a space like this, man? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase you guys Ameen. in terms of your your drive, your passion for this for this good work. Any time they've they've seen a need, like they start to for the Quran drive, then it's this, then it's that, then something comes up a need in the community, they respond. May Allah continue to channel resources your way so you can continue to respond to the needs of the community. I mean, I mean, I mean. And it's a husband and wife, man. Let's let's just be honest and straight up about it. Yeah, no, amazing, it's mashallah. A husband and wife amazing. Team. Couple yeah. girls. Right, Zakaria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I want to just give a 
uh, I know we don't like do this here, but I'm giving a shout out to my brother, the Amir Mai. Nice to see you watching. I miss you guys, man. And I didn't tell him just to leave it like that, man. I told him to be honest. You must know. I told him, look, I'll be honest. <laughs> she was commenting about my my advice to Melissa Kadia. But uh, nice to see you. Uh, nice to see you watching. Hope you guys are doing well, inshallah. Uh, just a quick. Well, no, I see somebody in the comments. Uh, yeah. Ask how they can get in contact with me. Yes. Maybe you can just DM me my number or something. Okay, Don't sure. Put it now I'll, on the I'll do that. Screen. <laughs> okay, that person who asked, how can they contact you? Uh, I'll put my number on the screen, inshallah. Nobody will phone me unless they really have to believe in me. <laughs> and don't phone off the door. <laughs> that was already that out. That was between brothers, <laughs> no? That was already out. That was between brothers. He's my Buddha. You're only now 30. <laughs> he's in your house, so you can kick him out, man. Yeah, so Kassam, he's taking chances here. Subhanallah. You know, <clears throat> we, were, we were listening to all of these success stories and we're talking about... Um, and we're talking about uh, we're talking about Mashir uh, al-Aqsa and we're talking about the challenges that were happening over there and we can't overlook you know like Mulan Zakaria was saying the day is going to come man. the day is going to come where we our Muslims are standing liberated in Mashir al-Aqsa and uh, I can't I can't but we can't browse over the verses Mulan Salim recited in the beginning of Surah Al-Fatih mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna fatahna laka fatham mubina Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna fatahna, indeed we have, we have granted you this victory, like a fatham mubina, a, a, a clear manifest victory. لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may forgive you your sins. مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ You know that sins which you, which you, uh, you, you've left behind and, 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 and that which you've, you've sent forth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, um, that, that sins that you already did and sins that you're going to do. And then Allah says, And that he may complete your, your his favor upon you. And that he may guide you to the to the straight path or to a straight path. Now, when I was thinking about this, I'm thinking, subhanAllah, look at everything that Nabi Muhammad went through. I'm thinking about Amul Huzn and you're thinking about all of those things after being expelled from your home. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows that this was actually all of this was a process. Man. Allah says, Inna fatahna laka fatha ma min ma So that, you know, Allah's given you this victory so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may forgive you your sins. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on about more of the rewards in order to enter the believers into gardens of paradise. So, let it never ever be for a moment thought, man. Mm. Don't ever think Allah is not aware of what's happening, man. Mm. As much as we, gonna, we, we don't know where to be with this whole thing emotionally, man. But like Mona Zakaria said, like he brought that confidence, man, that that day is going to come. That day is going to come. Allah is going to grant this ummah that victory. Allah is going to grant this ummah that liberation, man. And understand that all of this is a process that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in place. We don't know why. We don't know what's coming out of it. We don't know what's the result supposed to be. We don't know how long it's going to last. But we know that Allah put it in place, man. Mm. And the question only comes down to how much am I going to do, man? In this whole process, Allah gives us a choice. Mm. And if you look at all the projects that we've spoken about tonight, oh, five. Um, a week before coming or a few days before coming onto the podcast they're saying look at leave the project it's not going to happen mm. and Mu'alim Azulfa was talking there 
on the on the uh, on the uh, sisters who was chatting there, and I'm thinking the day that her kids attended our first camp, when Zakaria was part of the planning there, we were laughing about it the other night. Mm. We planned that whole camp without the resources, really. And we were still, the bus was hired, everything went to pay all the people. And then the the bus was there already. We didn't even have all the money yet, but the kids were there, not even, obviously to make it affordable. People's not paying exactly the price that it needs to be. Mm. And then comes a guy on a bike. <laughs> a guy on a bike, I'll never forget this day. It set the platform for 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 any for anything that I did going forward in my life. Mm. This guy comes around the corner on the bike and I'm standing there myself, Ma'ali Marushan, right? She was very instrumental in the start of all of this. And um, in terms of like, you know, my youth work and youth development and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, so Ma'alima is driving a red Honda still that time. And we're counting and we see, we realize we're short, man. A certain amount of money short. This guy's coming on a bike around the corner and he's like, oh yes, you guys were like trying to raise funds to take the youth out and whatever. Here's some money, man. And he gives an envelope. A guy on a bike come with an envelope. <laughs> no. We take the envelope. That sounds, like a beginning, that sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. No. A guy on a bike brought the envelope. Mu'alima no. Rushan, if she's, if she's watching, she can attest to what happened that day. And we start counting the money in the envelope. Wallahi al-azim. The exact amount we were short for this whole program to happen was the exact amount in that envelope. The exact amount. Exact to the last 10 rand that we put out. Ya I, I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. That's Allah. I couldn't contain myself. I looked at Mu'alima and I thought, yo, subhanallah. She was telling us all the time, don't worry man, you know, Allah's gonna, Allah has a plan. We have an intention, we go forward with this whole thing and we were doing and we were asking people for funds and we were trying to raise. Plus that time, I mean, I was like 19 or 20 or something. And, uh, the whole team is all young and we just like, it's the first time we're doing this thing and whatever. Mm. To count that exact amount, that's solidified really, you know, to me that if Allah wants something to go forward, man, if Allah wants something to succeed, yeah. wallahi, it's going to. Mm. But Allah gave us the choice do we want to be part of it or not. Subhanallah. Ahmed, while you're on that note, I want to actually ask you, um, you sitting now in the studio, the other guys couldn't make it to the studio tonight, man. Unfortunately, I really wanted them to come. You can see why, right? <laughs> yeah. So I just want to ask you, let's say, for example, you were the person who contributed some funds towards the Isnad Academy, right? And that mic that you're using right now no. was purchased with it. Not just that mic, that mic and that mic and the stands and this mixer and all, and the camera and a whole bunch of other things, alhamdulillah. Because my policy is the moment it comes in, it needs to go out for the purpose. I don't want, I don't want to keep it. Mm. You know what I mean? What type of reward would you be getting right now for the mic that you're using right now? Subhanallah. Look at your... Like it's, it's, it's an exponential sadaqah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it now. No? So Fusion came on here. Project yeah. Maida came on here. Um, your brother. Yeah. I don't even know if you have an organization or if you just kept on yeah, every he's, and he's do... Chuck Norris. Mashallah, right? He was on here. Um, um, uh, Naya Youth Foundation was on here. Yeah. TTR was on here. All of that, whether, whatever projects they involved in. I mean, I was telling people alone about the Quran project. No? Now we count to them. Yeah, yeah. You give one charity. And in that example, it's a lengthy example. Allah speaks about how one turns into seven. Yeah. 700, sorry. Yeah. One results in 700. And then Allah still says over and above that he multiplies. Now that is like one of the projects that was you know, uh, in, uh, through which we receive funds and right. assistance too. Right. And our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man dalla ala khayrin falaw mithlu ajrifa'ili. Yeah. That 
even the one who just indicates towards good. Yeah, that's our job. We just do dalla. You, <laughs> we just, <laughs> we, we just indicate, yeah. We just and even the one who just indicates. Wait, wait, Zakaria, did you hear that one? We just do dalla. <laughs> How's that? We dalla, not dalla. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like it, it, it goes. It's like, can you say that we just dalla? That's the job. Nah, he's going to grammatically correct us. You must obviously know that man. But wait, man, let me finish my point here. So to those who have like contribute, you can say we just dal. <laughs> Dal. Dal. Look here, um, yeah, I mean, again, Subhanallah. I think it's um, it's it's like the next steps for us as a ummah, man. I'm I'm very passionate about this type of stuff, like yeah. proper sound, lighting, cameras, yeah, whatever, whatever. Absolutely. Because the medium of that has changed. Absolutely. Man. Not has changed, but has evolved. Yes. And not just evolved by leaving the old mediums behind, yeah. but there are extra streams of da'wah now. Mm. The platform for which da'wah can be made has widened. Mm. And us as a ummah can't stay on the same platform. Yeah. So we need to adapt and, and grow with it. And you can't also come here with your mediocrity, man. Like, here's your shaky, this and yeah, this. Yeah, And look, all of those who, all of those who, who, if it's your start, it's your start, right? And some are more passionate about getting the work done. Others are this, that, and the other. And I think Isnad Academy is playing a role in um, in in delivering that level of excellence in terms of inshallah, of inshallah. Not, not in the people who get there. You must maybe get. I must maybe <laughs> replace me somehow or something. But in terms of like, I came into that. I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. Subhanallah. I think just over Ramadan, how much changes I've seen. Yeah. Subhanallah. Really, really, really. So you know the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, even if you just indicated towards the good, mm. right? Then you get the same reward mm. as the one who does it. Now yeah. I want to give you a real example for this. If you're standing here and a guy comes to you and says, look here, where's the masjid? He doesn't know where's the masjid. You tell him, you just do that. And he's like, can they see Yeah, him? yeah, okay, they can see you. So you just like, you're looking at the wrong camera. Oh, you must this camera. <laughs> <laughs> cameras now again in the studio. Yeah, I don't know. There's another problem. <laughs> so, okay. So you just do this, right? Now the person goes and now this person goes to make salah, right? And... um now this person is there, he prays salah, two rakats, without his reward diminishing, you share in exactly the same reward. So yeah. think about the hufa, the people that's eating, the 50 pots of food, the ma'ida parcels, the alas, the alas, the alas. Yeah, and yeah. besides that, people that has been uh, inspired by the program. Yeah. Um, people that have been making adjustments, changes in their own lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of you to share in all of that reward. I mean, I mean, I mean, yes. So um, I just wanted to mention that for those who have donated, you know, some people like would just say, look, yeah, I don't have, but there's a hundred grand. Mm. You know, I wanted to be Sadaqa Jariya, man. Yeah. So like, yes, I will invest it in something and that will last, you know, for for the rest of our lives, inshallah, at least. And then the message will go far and wide. So if there's anybody that would like to uh, join in this, uh, what do they call this? The best passive income is a oh, Sadaqa yeah. Jariya. Yeah. The best right, if you want, to, you want the best type of, of passive income, the, we have many organizations. I'm not that type of person that's going to just push one thing. Um, this is one way of spending money in the path of Allah. There are other ways. All of them are good. It's not about the cause. It's about us benefiting uh, from that cause, inshallah. Uh, it's not about, yeah, you know, a day is going to come where you're not going to find somebody to be able to take your money and then the opportunities are gone. So, subhanallah. That time, you know, Nabi Isa, Islam, in his time, like, uh, wealth will be so abundant that you won't find anybody to accept sadaqah. That's like a prophecy of Rasulullah Naam. Zakaria, what says you? Talk to us there, bitchy Surah Muhammad, man. Mathalu al-jannati allati wa'id al-muttaqoon. You have the verse, bro. Nah, I mean, I'm talking too much tonight. 
I was thinking, you know, it's liquor just to talk about Jannah, which even Allah gives us all this imagery. And when people yeah. are now in the last 10 nights crying to Allah, asking Allah, like, like help them see what, what Jannah look like, which even. I just thought, you know, I actually I'm smart. confused about which ajza we do because every time when we. Uh, <laughs> But you know what? I want to I want to just tell the, the audience like nah, uh, he doesn't keep the he's the one that makes the nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is him because he bacha in tarawih. That is one khatam, and he's got another khatam in tahajjud. It's like three Jews a night. It yeah. was four Jews a night, and he's got the podcast that he must keep track of, right? And then he's his own personal recitation. So, Kassan, that man is a machine. Yeah, he never stop budgeting. Like, yeah, that man <laughs> is a machine. Mm. Like he's yeah, not here. But Last night, let me just give you an example. Last night, he had to start, uh, he had to do one program of Tahajjud, right? So he recited instead of two sessions, one session, all three Ajaza in the one session, okay? Which is normal for him. It's not like uh, something that he, that he didn't do in the past. But my point is, now he's standing in the, so he's tired now. The guy's tired. I'm telling him he's tired. He's thinking, he come up from the one raka, he's thinking, he told me about this. Where am I bachaying now? <laughs> <laughs> like he's got no idea where is he bachaying. Not that he forgot. Believe me, he didn't forget, alhamdulillah. He's just not sure where he stopped. And you know what surah, he couldn't remember whether he bachaed it or not. Surah Yasin. <laughs> so then he started bachaying, was so fat. <laughs> he started bachaying, was so fat. And he says, he goes like, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, was so fat. That he's listening, nobody's rectifying, nobody's rectifying, did he carry on? You ask, you ask Hashim after, after the Salah, Hashim, did I bacha Surah Yasin? Hashim say, yeah, of course you did. Say, I can't remember, I was, I think I was sleeping. Yeah, Allah. And, 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 <laughs> no, no, wallahi, for other people that might sound like, like, astaghfirullah type of thing, no? Then you, if you think that, then you don't understand the, the point that I'm trying to make. Ya Rab. This man is on another level of Quran, yeah. subhanallah. Ya Rab. Subhanallah. Really? Allah, you know when uh, so we so Jews 26 is one of the ajas that we're doing no, you read about Surah Muhammad okay Surah Muhammad actually comes before Surah Fatah but one thing in this Jews that stands out to me is uh, in Surah Fatah that is the Surah after Surah Muhammad um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the beginning of the Surah inna fatahna laka fatham mubina certainly we have uh given you a manifest conquest, a manifest victory. لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَرْ That Allah may forgive for you your uh, error, your whatever has gone before of it and uh, what is yet to come, what has been delayed. لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَرْ وَيُتِمَّ نِعْمَتَهُ عَلَيْكَ وَيَهْدِيَكَ صِرَاطًا مُسْتَقِيمًا That Allah complete His favor upon you. And let Allah guide you to the straight path. Um, and then I ask myself, you know, obviously you read Allah says to Rasulullah, we have given you this manifest victory. You ask yourself the question, what is this victory? So if I ask you, what is it? What's that referring to? The conquest of Makkah. That's not. Ajib. If you read the tafsir, this surah was revealed after the treaty of Hudaybiyah was taking place. No. Um, Hudaybiyah, is it the treaty of Hudaybiyah? Yes. No. Which apparently seemed like a, a defeat for the Muslims. It was after that treaty that many of the companions of Rasulullah they were like in a state of like shock. 
you know they were on their way to perform uh, they were on their way to perform Hajj they were barred um, was it Hajj or Umrah Malala Irshad? I think it was a, okay I can't remember if it's Hajj or Umrah now I'm just uh, my history's um, Sira is uh, escaping me for a moment but they were on their way they got barred by the Quraysh right and then uh, they were they were asked to sign a treaty a treaty which heavily uh, the 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 clause in the treaty were heavily stacked against the Muslims apparently like firstly number one they didn't want to recite or they didn't want to write in the name of Muhammad the the, the messenger of Allah sallallahu they refused to write it yeah um so obviously that was like hard for the believers that were the Ali radiallahu anh, Umar radiallahu anh. It was like, why do we have to step down? Why do we have to accede to what they want to write? Yeah. Um, then some aspects of the treaty were that if anybody, uh, if anybody goes from Mecca to Medina, right? any Muslim goes from Mecca to Medina, then the Muslims have to return him to Mecca. And you must remember, the Muslims were all the Muslim community was by and large in Medina. Yeah. Right? So, if anybody goes from Mecca to Medina, they have to be returned to Mecca. But if somebody goes the other way, then they don't have to be returned. Okay. That, that was one of the things. Um, so there was a treaty, completely. obviously, that... Yeah, and, and, and there was a treaty that the Muslims, that there would be no fighting. And this is at the time now when the Muslims were, were strong. Yeah. Muslims were at their peak. Right, so everything in there seemed to like uh, disfavor the Muslims, mm. and then the Muslims were barred from performing the, performing the pilgrimage at that time. They had to go back, right, and then come back the following year. Mm. I think it so was the Umrah companions for Rasulullah was with him when they returned back in this Umrah. Hudaybiyah. The only performed his Hajj. Yeah, the was it for Umrah or Hajj? Umrah. Umrah. Uh, Umrah, yeah, that's what I, uh, that's why I, uh, I was a bit confused. So they had to turn back, and they could only come the following year. Everything in the treaty seems to be disfavoring. Umrah says, "Well, why are we, why are we stepping down? We can take them on." Um, many of the companions were like shocked, like, "Why are we signing this? This, this treaty is bad for us, mm. right?" But then, in the wake of that, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala reveals. Certainly we have opened for you a manifest victory. Mm. A manifest conquest. Right? And what happened in the aftermath of that treaty, the treaty of Hudaybiyah? Because now there's no fighting. There's safety in terms of movement. It was after that that the Arab tribes started coming to hear uh, the message from Rasulullah or was it slightly before that? But it was it was in that period that Rasulullah sent out letters uh, and emissaries to all of the you know the foreign lands, etc., to all of those peoples to invite him to Islam, and people started becoming Muslim on mass. Mm. So there was that moment of peace. In fact, not just on mass, more people became Muslim after that in those two three years of the, of, the, of Rasulullah's life than in the entire period of Nubuwa before that collectively. Before that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 so this idea was that the victory wasn't actually just when the Muslims took back Mecca. Ya Rab. The victory was that the hearts entered Islam. Mm. 
that the heart entered submission and and it was just it's just a different perspective because when I read it the first time I also just assumed uh, it's referring to Fatah Mecca because right. we refer to the, the incident as Fatah mm. um, but actually this surah was revealed before that yes that that period did also pave the way for the conquest of Mecca to take place without any bloodshed or anything like that but um, it was revealed even before that conquest mm. And and what directly followed on from it was that people entered Islam on mass, not just land, but people entered Islam. And when people enter Islam, then you know land will come as well, dunyawi things will come as well, and it will come without much effort, without much mm. bloodshed or anything like that. And I think it's a perspective we must uh, imbibe within ourselves. But oftentimes, we we focus too much on looking for the material advancement of our causes. But we don't look at the the true spiritual uh, goals and outcomes that we desire from those causes, and it's very important yeah. for us to maintain focus on those things. Right? That's the manifest. That's the clear victory that we're looking for. Yeah. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala guide us. Absolutely, Subhanallah. Inshallah, I just wanted to say after Ramadan, just to let the viewers know, the listeners, our podcast goes on. Um, Alhamdulillah, it's not as frequent, not nearly as frequent. Currently, we we. We record about uh, once every two weeks. Um, I don't know if you guys, well, even if you've been interested in listening to us uh, that frequent. So, inshallah, we'll keep it at that for now yeah. until further notice. Um, but yeah, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to follow, like, subscribe our social media channels, the YouTube and Facebook, or um, and actually uh, subscribe on one of the podcast platforms like um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or the like. And then what we're going to do is, uh, whatever ajazah we don't cover, we'll continue covering that um, outside of Ramadan. And then inshallah, we'll just continue from there. Also, like there. if people if people have certain maybe questions on things that we've covered or maybe cover this first, that first, whatever they can send it forward. Yeah, so one question, I don't know. Every now and then, every now and then, we're looking like, look here, what was he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so at least then we can go through our, our. That's our when we views. end up making short videos about Filuda. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Let, let, let I see. We had a question there about niqab. Or? Yeah, so that's. I was thinking now, must I bring it up because that's a other story there. That's old. No, that's a long discussion that we must get into. Okay, properly. but maybe, maybe since the person asked, she's obviously watching and she she uh, has a deep interest in this. So I'm just going to do my summarized version, if that's okay with the brothers, inshallah. So my summarized version. Well, before you, be, can I just tell them before yeah, you yeah, before you do it. that? So just another refrain Abdullah, that Allah Abdullah mentioned Samuels on more than one occasion. Bro, you deserve to go sleep, Shep. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we One have quite a few, Zakari, we have quite a two few occasions uh, in Surah Fatah. Mahu, just since we, no, man, don't so jump in someone. Wait. Okay. No, 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 no. We're stuck, actually. So we never heard you talk. So I was talking the same time like you. Okay, go, ma. Okay, next week. Bismillah. Bismillah. So I was going to say, we have quite a few. You already gave your old side story. We have quite a few viewers that actually... Watch the podcast or watch the program till they fall asleep. And so one of them is our Hafid Dawood from, from TTR. Man. So he told me he told me the other night, he's like, Yara, you know, no? the first night I'm wide awake for the podcast. He's on for like six minutes. Yeah, and as I was saying, uh, one of the other aspects of Surah Fatah that stands out for me is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repeatedly mentions... Um, uh, you mentioned at least on two occasions 
وللله جنود السماوات والارض نعم ولله تو الله بيلونجز ذا اوميز اوف ذا هيفنز اند ذا ايرث also in the Quran Allah mentions وَمَا يَعْلَمُ جُنُودَ رَبِّكَ إِلَّا هُو None knows the armies of your Lord but He and um, it just ties into this idea that we should never think of about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, according to what our limited capacity or what our limited perception uh, perceives things to be rather we must know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's armies are much vaster or much, uh, you know, greater than, than than what we perceive it to be. Yeah, much. I was going to say that now, and that's why I paused when I said faster, because it didn't sound right. But yeah. And the first time um, Allah mentions, when Allah mentions those two instances, then Walilai Junud Samawat Al-Ard, then Allah adds two different attributes. The one He adds, Aliman Hakima, and the other one is Azizan. So when it talks yeah. about Allah's armies, Allah know what they have, and Allah have His own. Look here, yeah, I, I hope uh, that I was waiting for Mona to actually bring it into the whole Palestine thing, man. But I'm sure he was going to. Um, just think about it in, in, in light of the yeah. whole Palestine. No, thing. that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Okay, okay. You were just building up to yeah. a climax. Yeah, and then you stopped me on faster. <laughs> <laughs> I was just teasing you, man. You always do it to us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Really? Go. I appreciate no, it. No, you go for it. You go for it. No, no, go. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast really teaches one how to remain focused whilst being interrupted all the time and still somehow find a way to make a point. You <laughs> go. <laughs> no, so I was just saying that the idea is here that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, you know, we don't know the manner in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings victory. It's perhaps that Allah gives you some difficulty that Allah... Uh, allows you to undergo some sacrifice like the companions had uh, in, in Hudaybiyah. They couldn't understand it. They couldn't understand why they're stepping down. They couldn't understand, um, you know, why they're allowing the, the, the disbelievers to have the upper hand. But, you know, it brought victory in a in a very, very different way. Um, you know, if they wanted victory at that time, it would have taken from them uh, bloodshed. They would have had to fight. It, it would have, you know, they would have... Uh, discord would have ensued between family members etc but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to give them victory in a different way put your solution in your pocket man the way you things the way you think things need to pan out and trust in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know has them planned out and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has armies the armies of the heavens and the earth, you don't know the extent of his armies. Um, and at the end of it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings victory in miraculous ways. No. Always. Yeah. And don't don't belittle your dua. Like, um, there's this notion like, yeah, it's all we're going to do is just make dua, make dua. Like, it's not that you first get the army and then if you don't have the army and then you go for allies and if you can't do that, then you do boycotts and if you can't do that, then dua. No, no, no. It's, it's not like that. Think of Badr again. Badr comes up. Did the Prophet Sallallahu say, uh, well, you know what? Let's just not do anything and make dua. Or did he make the Sahaba face the army and relied on his dua that he made the night before? Yeah. You know what I mean? And even you're talking about the recapturing Aqsa. Um, and while you yeah. at it, I mentioned Badr, you must also give us an update. No, no definitely. Well, we, um, you know, you're thinking about Salah, you'll be one of the uh, narrations regarding that man was that uh, um, 
there was just like a delay man, and they didn't understand why he was delaying man. And then he said he was delaying um, till the morning when he when he got all of the 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 the, the soldiers that were there were up for tahajjud man. Yeah, Rob. In the morning, they were all up for tahajjud because they were like, we're ready, we can go. It's like, not yet. They were ready, we can go. It's like, not yet. And in the morning, they were all up for tahajjud. He said, today, we're taking back Al-Aqsa. Subhanallah. So it's the, 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 it's the accompaniment of those two things, man. Effort yeah. and the dua. So whatever little effort within the current constraints and capacity there is, um, may Allah open that up to us, show us what efforts we can make yeah. and grant us the ability to do that. And with that, continuously call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amen. To Allah subhanahu Amen. wa ta'ala. I mean, now, Zakaria, were you were you were you done? Yeah, I was done with that point there. Okay, um, I I just want to add in. Look at um for those who who've been watching us and following our podcast. If you have suggestions in terms of the way we run things, topics, etc., feel free to contact me. We'd love to hear from you because I mean this is a new platform for Islamic content, uh, at least locally and even internationally to some extent. I've seen Islamic based podcasts, but not quite the same <laughs> if I can just put it that way so uh, I think because it, we just talk a lot of nonsense <laughs> so far <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say now yeah look yeah somehow it works <clears throat> people say um it works okay you know I think also uh, yeah, anyway Uzair Hendrik says Assalamualaikum I think Mashura must decide once every day <laughs> <laughs> you me, bro. Yeah. Every day, are you kidding? Do you know how much stress this gives me? Before Ramadan, I didn't have this many grays. Look at me now. <laughs> Why do you stress, man? Because it's not. It's not that I stress, man. Yeah, it, it, it's just that. Look at I want to get it right, and if I don't get it right, it frustrates Look me. Look at Zakaria, you had to see when he couldn't play the voice clip of Salim, and he's using all his gadgets, he's taking out other wires to plug it in, and I want to play it over the mic like Look this. Look don't man. expose me now. I'm going to show them your slippers. <laughs> he's wearing a formal jubba, a white top, no? socks, everything, no? black socks, with a white pair of slip-in slippers. It's okay, it's part of my, it's part of my character. Yeah, so you, look, I'm gonna try to get you there, and just because you're playing with you, you're teasing me. I didn't know what he did. I was on, uh, <laughs> I was on YouTube already with the, um, with the masjids uh, thing, no? Yeah. And then my father, is the one who takes a photo and he posts <laughs> <laughs> when the imam is in Hari. So I'm standing there with the juba. Also, I think it was the same one actually. Also, with the turban and everything, but then my socks are two slightly different colors. <laughs> I was in nah, I mean, you know what? You know what was funny for me? Really, you know what was funny for me one day? Uh, I, I had a picture of, uh, I think it was the Okaf conference, man. Okaf right. conference or Sanzef conference. And Malatoha was one of the speakers then. Oh. <laughs> now, this is the Mufti of the recent. Okay, I don't know if Be careful what you say next. Be careful what you say next. Everybody's so formal. The Malatoha yeah. is in his. Uh, in his, uh, humble as he's always. wearing his tobe and whatever, and yeah, humble as always. But I mean, he's wearing his tobe and his jersey. Always, I don't know if he had a coat or a jersey on, but then he just has this. It's pat like a tack is on. I thought to myself, yo, <laughs> but <laughs> yo, my brother, you're gonna get in so much trouble for this. Listen, you don't even tell me. No, that's, that's <laughs> I'm gonna make a clip, <laughs> make a special. Clip. Nah, don't, nah, 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 nah. nah. Listen, I'm gonna leave now. I'm gonna just tell Mona you lied. You fabricated it. It's on the internet. It's alive. It's alive. What are you talking about? Anyway, I think there's so many. Yeah, but Mona's not gonna listen to this. Yeah, he's definitely not gonna listen to an hour in. 73 people online will be sending him a timestamp. 
No, that was we passed that. Uh, it's it's not taxing in this. It's just stressful because there's a lot that can go wrong, and you must be mm-hmm. on it. Plus, I'm hosting and I'm broadcasting and I'm setting up before the time and I'm taking down. And remember, none of us get paid for this. Do you I don't get paid. She's almost there. Did she know off this? But you know what's <laughs> amazing? You know what's amazing, right? We don't get paid for this, but you know how much I enjoy doing this. True. I was actually going to say earlier when you were telling me about uh, telling people, you know, they were donating to his Nad Academy. How do I see the studio? I'm like, you saw. You know what we have now with Mullah Elshad is you have someone who's chosen a vehicle for da'wah, getting authentic knowledge from authentic sources, right? Or what is, how does it go? Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, who's chosen, chosen a channel for da'wah that complements and is aligned with what he is mal about. <laughs> like Mullah, he explained to me, and sometimes he talked to me, then I think to myself, When he's talking to me about the mic, then I think, yo, is this how I sound to people when I talk about coffee? Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's like it's like Ahmed discovering <laughs> coffee branded da'wah. Uh, Zakaria. It's like, oh, Zakaria, even both of them. It's like discovering some form of da'wah that's based on 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 nothing else but coffee culture. So, so when we when you when you have all like Irshad or this kind of stuff, he enjoys himself like from start to finish with all of this good things. And it's quiet for me because I just sit here, put the stuff on his not talking. Yeah. But um, but yeah, there's that alignment, man. You know, you enjoy doing it. That is what you were supposed to speak about. Your padre thing. How's that going? Oh, alhamdulillah. Um, it's going good, alhamdulillah. We um, we we grow as we go. We've um, we've gotten subhanallah so much people that actually you know responded to the call. Our whole theme behind the Badr was look, despite resources, we're going to continue mm. similar to the to the companions of Badr. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've taken uh, we've taken a lot from the journey, man. You know, when uh, uh, calling our call was, look here, we need 300 pe- 313 people yeah. signed up on 313 rands, right? Um, to just help us with not only the running of the institution, but the growth of the institution. Right, right. So um, a debit order discussion is generally a difficult one with yeah, anybody. Yeah. You know, you're having a, ah, you sign up on the debit order form, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's like, you know, 313 rand, yeah. whatever, right, whatever. But, All of the feedback we've been getting around it, man, has really just grown our perspective, um, you know, from a number of directions. So we actually had three channels of, of fundraising that, that is running concurrently. The one is a sort of reactive fundraising, which is the immediate need, responding to the immediate needs. Um, and then there's the short to medium term. And then, alhamdulillah, as a result of all of this, like we started the Badr campaign two months before Ramadan. And we started telling people about it. We did the thing here in your studio and whatever. And we, the, the, the thing grew from there, alhamdulillah. And people started like reaching out to us and say, okay, I'm going to give you guys a shot in the radio. Okay, we're going to bring you guys into this program. And then it brought other resources together that also facilitated for us to have like different teams working on each on, on each of the different areas, man. Like one of the things which I'm very passionate about is all of those people who have committed to a debit order. Part of the allocation of that fund is to create other streams of income, man. Mm. you know, so that it's not just that the funds are coming in and it's utilized. And then you're going to need more funds. Then you're going to need more funds, mm. but the funds are actually coming in and there's a solid Investment. percentage actually uh, directed directly at creating 
further streams of income in the institution, man. Right. And Alhamdulillah, we've gotten people that, uh, you know, quite uh, been around in terms of using money to make money kind of right, situation, right, business right. people, whatever, around the table, man. Because we, we, part of the Badr campaign was that, look here, in terms of, you know, signing up, and again, that was the whole thing, but uh, the whole idea came forward that we at our we at our capacity, man. The teachers must teach. Right. The principal must be a principal. Uh. Um, we they can't be fundraisers and running around. Who's and playing with the packet? Yeah, no. They, everybody had a chance to play with the packet. <laughs> everybody had a chance to play with the packet. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. You didn't okay. think he was gonna get caught out now. You must have a quiet mic. Obviously, we're gonna hear you. You're on mute. You're on mute, but we could still hear your. No, no, no. You see, I was on mute. Now you're lying. He did that on purpose. He muted himself. Yaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa
you can get all the information there, contact details, registration. If you want to enroll a child in the institution, whatever, you want to get in contact with us, you want to make a donation, you want to sign a debit order, you want to see what we're about, you want to watch some of the videos, it's yeah. all the information. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Mona Zakaria to give us some closing verses and so on. And then I just, before before we do that, uh, I just wanted to say, look here, uh, so people asked, because uh, I'm involved with, with also a budget campaign of another organization, right? So people asked me, and I think this is a very important thing that I just want to share with everyone. Uh, I don't want to get into it now uh, and take time out, but uh, so people are like, but now how can you do this? Like, you know, like well, this is weird type of thing, man. Mm. They don't understand the relationship that, that, that you and I share, man. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like they only see, yeah, I'm on one thing and you on another thing and it looks like competition, man. Mm. But then they see us in the same podcast and it's like, no, what Because normally, under normal circumstances, we're supposed to be like rivals, <laughs> man. No. You know what I mean? No. But what they don't see behind the scenes is like the phone calls after hours, me asking, hey, we're going to do this. Is it okay? Uh, you know, that type of thing, man. Yeah, besides that, like just the just the news, I mean, like you called me to find out how did it go, you know, you guys yeah, need yeah. help, whatever. And I think it's not even, like I told you the other time about, you know, something else. It, it only becomes a thing when we make it a thing, man. Absolutely. But if we don't doubt that Allah has already put out what risk must go where, what sustenance yeah. must go where, yeah. what people must be involved where, exactly. then we will just, you know, kapan. Yeah. It's like, look here, there's khair, and there's more khair, and yeah. there's a lot of khair, and let's keep doing, man. Yeah. And uh, right. again, I'm going to bring that quote of... Um, oh, it's late, quote time, it's quote time, people. Now the late uh, Muhammad oh. Farid Yunara, that there's no limit to what mankind can do if we don't care who takes the credit. And... Again, it's it's that was the, the I just had to man. Now, Bismillah, man, like looking to press your buttons. He was the <laughs> the founder of African Muslims Agency. Yeah, and look at the amount of work that they've done. Subhanallah. Yeah. Um, but again, man, I'm just talking in general. Like we should. And somebody asked me. Somebody asked me also about it because I was previously involved with the organization. Yes. Whatever it may be. I said that at the end of the day, man, we all work for the same Allah. Yeah, company of Allah. That's about, my thing. We work for the company of Allah. It's not. Uh, it's not about competing against one another. Um, you know, in Islam, it's competing with one another for Islam. Ayyuh. And there, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala encourages compete in good. No. Who's gonna give more sadaqah? We must try to beat fusion parcels next year. And Maida has set a standard now for what yeah. fitter parcels must look like. Let's try to beat them for the sake yeah. of Allah. Let's encourage others towards that. So. Uh, I think that's my eight minutes, uh, you know. Jazakallah khairan. Yeah, I just and thought I that think, would be uh, beautiful yeah, to share. I mean, I think just the idea that like uh, the institutions are in competition with each other is mm. something that needs to, uh, is an idea that needs to be changed. But we like yeah. to in competition. They don't see us sit around the same um, tables. They see us all advertising at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't see us like... Ideas and ideas, content, teachers, everything. We're all in the same... Both, we all have the same objective, the same goal. It's about connecting creation to Allah. It's about uh, strengthening the ummah. It's about service to humanity. That's what it's about for all of us. Subhanallah. I can't be wanting to serve humanity whilst breaking down humanity because of my greed and no. my uh, ulterior motives. I mean, it's not like that. Mm. We're all on the same ship. No. Yeah, people at times have their differences and whatever. But really, we should that that should be... Uh, you know, undercut, and, and and there should be that that uh, spirit of of unity and of nus, of wanting goodness for everybody, uh, all the time. So, alhamdulillah. Am I soft again? No, I made you. I made you louder now while you were talking, so it should be fine. 
Oh, no, not like... So I take it Zakaria is in and you hesitant. No, nah, I mean... Okay. I'm always in. <laughs> no, I just I disagreed with him because uh, you said something that I disagree Because that's in your nature that you just disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not contrary. But uh, yeah, no, I think it will be nice, inshallah. Okay. We, I think again, like we lost it, we get a lot of other people on also. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah. My throat is cloudy. I think for me... For me, another few verses that stand out in this... Uh, Sometimes, you know, uh, especially on account of this very materialistic nature of the world that we have around us, mm. where we think that the only things that are real are those things that we are perceiving. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to us of a different reality. And Allah says, you know, we created mankind and we know better what their nafs whispers to them. Mm. And we are closer to them than their jugular vein. Yeah, Allah. MashaAllah. Sometimes when we think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as, uh, you know, as this transcendent being mm. that transcends time and space and all of those things, we, we kind of tend to think of Allah as distant. But yeah, Allah subhanahu Allah subhanahu is closer to you than your own jugular vein. Mm. That's your baby crying? Allah subhanahu I think so, yeah. I'm going to go check. Okay, inshallah. Bismillah. Jazakumullah khairan. We're probably not going to see you again. So, take care. We'll see you Laylatul Jaiza, inshallah. Assalamu Oh, uh, what I was telling him now we see you later till Jaiza is the just so those who don't know the last night like we, the night of sighting the moon or if they don't see the moon then the next night is called Laylatul Jaiza right uh, the Prophet ﷺ said that it is on that night that Allah you know for lack of a better way of translating it gives the certificates of forgiveness to those who have yeah, been fasting in the month yeah, of Ramadan yeah, and then the Sahaba said um uh, you know, is this Laylatul Qadr? Man? Laylatul Qadr? And then the Prophet said, no, that's not Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadr is a separate issue. This is referring to uh, the fact that when, when somebody does work, man, right, isn't it befitting that the moment they're done with the work, that they get the reward given to them? Yeah. And this is what Allah Ta'ala gives us uh, on that Allahumma night. Ameen, ameen. And uh, also, in addition to that, there's some weak narrations that speak about uh, whosoever keeps these five nights alive yeah when everybody else is sleeping Allah will keep their hearts alive when they uh, when everybody else's heart is is dead and these include the two nights of Eid now the, like I said the narrations are problematic as far as authenticity is concerned but many of the of the pious actually practice on this man so the nights before Eid then um, you won't find them sleeping you'll find them in Ibadah yeah, like Ramadan is, is over but they'll be crying to Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah, please accept my fasting from me. Ya Allah, please accept my ta'ajud from me. Ya Allah, please accept my du'as from me. Ya Allah, please don't throw Ramadan back at me, you know, in case I was, I messed up. These are the salihin. 
these are the Salihin. We we chill out and we're like, you know, it's over and planning like badang. And there's something wrong with that. You must remember, we're talking about the Salihin. They like, they're close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The level is higher, so the expectation of themselves is, is higher. But imagine that. Now, like some of these projects, like my brother, for example, I don't know if he, in the last decade, ever slept on an Eid night. Yeah, they don't sleep. Yeah. The, the, the people that make food on that scale, they don't sleep. Yeah. Oh, may Allah reward them. I mean, and... Um, I mean that was just an example, but the point is we will we will also do our bit. So we coming we coming online, inshallah ta'ala, and we are going to uh, um, do some takbir, and we're gonna invite some of you to join us, inshallah. Abdullah, if you're still here, you need to join us. Get a couple of other uh, nasheed guys and dhikr guys and and Quran guys to join us. Some nice voices there, inshallah. And then whoever else, inshallah, if you wanna join us, Bismillah, let me know. Yeah. Get some other ulama to join us as well. Um, JEQ would grow so vast in the deen of Allah I'll increase in knowledge to benefit us more inshallah I, I'm not sure what uh, Uzair is referring to oh uh, this didn't start from there mashallah Hafid Ahmed always an honor to listen to you who would have known the, the same shy small young boy who was with me during that time I was at JEQ okay I get it now uh, I think you're mistaken it can't be this Ahmed you, he was never shy <laughs> and I don't think it was ever nah, small. I was very shy. No, no, no I don't. Up until Mulna Ali Ramadan, told me. Don't lie. Up until Mulna Ali it's told Ramadan, me. It's Ramadan. Stop lying. Up until the time Mulna Ali told me to talk at the end of my first year, I was still shivering. Like I was, wallahi, I could never see myself talking publicly. Wow. Like really, I was extremely shy. Now you can't keep quiet. Yeah, that's other problem. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. Subhanallah, but I'm I'm even grateful to 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 Mona Ali for that. He just looked at me that time and he said Bismillah. Uh. I was like, and then after I did that, and Mona Ali told me I must come do the Arabic khutbah. Right. I'm sorry, I'll do the talk. You must just do the Arabic khutbah. Uh. I was like, then my mommy was like, oh, your teacher spoke and whatever and everything, you know. Then I said, okay, Bismillah, right? Then I came and I did it and whatever. But it broke a barrier for me, man. Right. Subhanallah just allowed me to, you know, hopefully, inshallah ta'ala, oh. give service to them. Allah reward our teachers, man. Amin, we will be, be without them. Well, Ali made me speak also at the end of, of, of uh, first year. English and Arabic khutbah. Like he just, I didn't have a choice. I just yeah. had to do it. Yeah, In front of him and Mu'adh is there. And I was like, Alhamdulillah. I haven't been, I, I haven't stopped since then. Alhamdulillah. Jazakumullah khair and everyone for joining us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you all. Um, for those who participated in all of the, the missions of khair that we've promoted or that you found in the community, other causes, the point is not a specific cause. The, the point is doing it for the sake of Allah and making a difference. That's the point. It's not that I want you to support. Wallahi, if you, if you came to me now, right, and you said, I want to do this, right, and I know that Isnad Academy isn't suited for that. I, I swear to you by Allah, I will tell you that no, no, no. Rather go to that organization. Go put your money there because they'll be able to do that with your money. No. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Why must I not do that? Mm. It's not for me. It's not for this organization. Mm. It's, it's for Allah. This person wants to do it for Allah. So don't stand in the way of khair. No. And this is why I'm saying may Allah accept all the khairat that, that's been done in this month. May I accept our du'as. I'm going to, we're going to conclude in du'a. I'm going to ask uh, Shaykh Ahmad to start at least with a du'a. We'll see how far he gets and how far I get, inshallah, with uh, du'a. Please uh, stick around till the end, and then immediately after we're done, we're going to we're going to uh, 
you know, log out. It won't be too long, inshallah, because it's already late. We've been on for two hours already. Um, let's just let's just conclude with dua. Barakallahu <laughs> fikum. Uh, see you on Laylatul Jaiz the night before Eid. And uh, Allah Ta'ala bless us all. I must, take my, I must take my moment. Why did you eat the mic now? I didn't. You tell us all the time to eat the mic. Eat the mic. I didn't catch them. I'm recording afterwards. You Sorry, uncle. Sorry, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I did take my shot. Wallah, tafadol, uncle. Bismillah, bismillah. You, you start. Short to I, inshallah. So I'll make and you make in English. Yeah, but still short. Naam. Tafadol. Ya Rabb. Al-Fatiha. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه الطاهرين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم الله يا الله يا حي يا قيوم يا بديع السماوات والأرض يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا أرحم الراحمين يا من قال لعباده إني قريب أجيب دعوة الداعي إذا دعان اللهم استجب دعاءنا اللهم استجب دعاءنا اللهم استجب دعاءنا اللهم اجعلنا من عتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من عتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من عتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم أعتق رقابنا ورقاب آبائنا وأمهاتنا وأزواجنا وأولادنا من النار أجمعين اللهم تقبل منا القليل وسامحنا بالكثير ولا تآخذنا بالتقصير اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم اجعل خير أعمالنا خواتيمها وخير أعمالنا أواخرها وخير أيامنا يوم لقائك يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم ربنا اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الآخرين وصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في كل وقت وحين وصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الملائ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين يا الله يا رب We have fasted for this month of Ramadan We've stood in taraweeh We've performed i'tikaf We've recited Quran Ya Allah, none of this was done because we were good This was only done through your mercy Ya Allah, we've experienced the first few odd nights We have one more remaining Ya Allah, with desperation in our hearts and our hands raised up Collectively, we, we implore you, Ya Rab, let our ibadat be accepted and not rejected, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, encompass us with taqwa and consistency on the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Let us not waste away our efforts that we've striven for, that you allowed us to strive for in this month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, you blessed us with the ability to fast. You blessed us with the gift of taraweeh. You invited us to your masjid. You invited us to your book. Ya Allah, if you did not want good for us, you would never inspire us with going to your book. If you did not want good for us, you would never inspire us with the tawfiq to be in the masjid. You would never inspire us with the tawfiq to read your kalam and to recite it, Ya Rabb, and to wake up with the hajjud and to stand in salah. Ya Allah, you only granted this to us because of your mercy and because you want good for us. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, 
we don't even have the sincerity in our hearts to deserve this goodness from you. Ya Allah, grant us the sincerity, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, grant us the sincerity, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, make our deeds purely for your sake and remove from our hearts any other intentions other than you. Ya Allah, we've loved everything else. Now we want your love. We've loved everything else. We've, we've striven for everything else. We earned and we chased and we competed with one another for everything else Ya Allah now all we want is you we ask that you change the Qibla of our hearts away from dunya and to you Ya Allah we want the love of your Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ya Allah we want the love of goodness in our lives as much as, as the evil doers love the evil Ya Allah allow us to be lovers of good allow us to be lovers of Quran Ya Allah grant us Iman that will grant us straight entry into Jannah Ya Rabbil Alameen Ya Allah we ask on this night Collectively around the world, Muslims are crying for the people of Palestine, Ya Allah, and for the oppressed people around the world. Ya Allah, what can I say but to ask you to be with them, Ya Rabb. Help them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, be for them an army because they have no army besides you. Ya Allah, be for them a guardian for they have no guardian besides you. Ya Allah, be their weapons as they have no weapons besides you. Ya Allah, we raise our hands in dua and we have conviction that you are listening to our duas and that you are in full control of the situation. Ya Allah, our hearts pain and our eyes, our, our eyes tear up, Ya Rabb. When we see these things happening and we feel so helpless, inspire us, Ya Allah, guide us to what we can do. Ya Allah, our du'as that we offer you, we ask that you accept it from us collectively on behalf of each and every oppressed person around the world, Ya Allah. And, and on this night, we especially keep in mind our brothers and sisters in Palestine, Ya Allah, of different religions, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your Prophet Muhammad Wasallam taught us that the, that the Zalim, the Zalim and the Mazloom, these are two serious situations by Allah. Two serious situations by you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the one who responds to the uh, to the call of the Mazlumin, of those who are oppressed, regardless of the religion, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, tonight we are making dua on behalf of those oppressed people, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, help them, Ya Allah. Be with them, Ya Allah. Console them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, mothers are losing their children, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, daughters and sons are losing their parents, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Our sacred Masjid Al-Aqsa, the third haram of Islam is being desecrated, Ya Allah. Like it's just an ordinary building, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, you are more aware of the situation than we are. We might be helpless, but we, but you are not helpless. Ya Allah, we might have nothing. We might have no power, but Ya Allah, we have you. And you are in control of everything. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we beg you that you answer our du'as in this night. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna. Allahumma a'izza l-islam wal-muslimin. Wa adhilla shirka wal-mushrikeen. Wa ansur ibadaka al-muwahideen. ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين اللهم انصر إخواننا في فلسطين وفي كل مكان اللهم انصرهم على عدوهم وعدوك يا رب العالمين اللهم انصرهم اللهم حرر مسجد الأقصى اللهم حرر مسجد الأقصى اللهم حرر مسجد الأقصى برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب بالنار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم دعوهم فيها سبحانك اللهم وتحيتهم فيها سلام وآخر دعوهم من الحمد لله رب العالمين 
تقبل الله منا ومنكم جزاكم الله خيرا تكي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته